how are we doing and welcome to the transform your body mind and life podcast so this is episode two typically we had the idea of having a list of topics and just going through them one by one but realistically i think what we're going to do now is actually talk about what's popular at the time and whether that's based on what's going on in society going on around the world going on in the fitness industry and with our own lives as, as well as clients so this week we're talking about the fear of failure and people's comfort zones and how it stunts their growth so a lot of people are scared to come out of their comfort zone they're scared to see what they can achieve they're scared of the unknown i personally have known people in the past who self-sabotage and they're progressing so well and just because it's something new they they panic they want to get back to their comfort zone so they self-sabotage to a point where they get back to where they were so they can feel comfortable you know and it's a bit sad to see uh, a lot of people are scared of what friends might say or their partners, family, colleagues. Some people are scared of the time. Some people are scared of the effort. You know, never, never base anything on what other people say. There's a reason. You know, these them types of people are behind you. There's a reason why they they may talk about you. They they mean nothing to you. And put it this way: anyone we get a lot. Anyone who's ever talked about us behind our backs. It's either because it's less experience, less income, less clients, less growth, less transformations. The list goes on. And end of the day, it doesn't phase us one bit. There's a reason why then people are behind you and they will never pro- progress. So don't let other people's thoughts you know, <laughs> dictate what, what you want to do. But you have to be a little bit nervous. It's, it's natural. The brain naturally overthinks. It will do what it thinks it is needed to survive. It will overthink every single outcome whether that's you know work relationships self-doubt but it can be trained a good example is the military so it's not normal for young males or young guys male or female actually but it's it's not natural for them to run towards gunshots and explosions it's not natural to do that for pretty shit pay for being honest but they get desensitized you know they they get trained and the same goal the concept applies for, for a lot of things you know do what you fear enough and your brain will desensitize to it a lot of people have that built up fear and nine times out of ten it's out it's over nothing and it holds people back and then that's that's the fear of failure but what a lot of people don't realize is you can't actually have success without failure failure is, is needed to learn to adapt it's the feedback response my clients always say to me oh i'm sorry this happened and it's like well don't be sorry because all I need is your honesty and, and the slip up or what you perceive as a failure isn't actually a failure. It is feedback response. It is information you are giving me that I can learn from, that we can learn from. And, and the same goes for a lot of things. Believe it or not, I was that nervous going to my first ever gym and not even to work just to sign up as a member that I had to drag an old friend of mine just to the induction. Um, and that was just a community that was at Westview Leisure Centre for, for those that know know that place you know small crappy gym but I was so nervous and then eventually um, I decided to upgrade gyms and go to well at the time Total Fitness was a good gym with good coaches there now it's an absolute joke um, but you know at the time decided to level up and change gyms and even then the same the same mate I had to drag him to walk me through the gym because I felt nervous uh, you know it's weird it's a completely different story now I, I just don't give a shit um, you know that, that was from a that's from a gym point of view. That that's me. You know, a coach saying that. Obviously, before I was a coach, even from a business point of view, you know, setting up a setting up a new business, it comes with its fears. I gave up my security job at the time. I was a supervisor, and it was 
obviously it wasn't great money, but it was comfortable. It was there for the rest of my life. And I worked the doors as well. I was a doorman for five or six years, six years. And I absolutely loved that job. So together, it was a good wage. Um, so I gave up that comfort to to, to start this. And um, again, a lot of people don't know this about me. Um, I have or had have quite bad IBS and it's caused by stress. And I was that stressed that I wasn't going to be able to make it, that I ended up in hospital with internal bleeding. Um, it was actually a good, good friend of mine, Anas. Um, for those that are into your boxing, yeah, he controls and manages um, and owns Bravo's Boxing. So, you know, your boxing gloves, your equipment, all that, get in touch with him. But, um, you know, back to the story, it was him that made me stay. He made me stick at it. I would have quit so many times. I shit you not. There was, I just remember our conversations out in the car park and I was just so stressed out, head in my hands, ready to ready to pack it in. Uh, you know, a, a good a good friend at the time, um, who's another trainer, you know, even he taught me into into staying. And I just wanted to leave to be honest. It just it wasn't working for me. I was paying rent whilst not earning any money. You know, and, and, and I set that business up using a crappy tablet, like an eighty pound tablet. That thing is so old and obsolete now, I think I just use it to kill spiders, but you know, from from an eighty pound tablet in my mum's kitchen, you know, panicking about making this business work, um, you know, with stupid fears to a point where you know we were earning like fifty five, sixty grand a year, um, you know, and I, I used to have stupid fears back then, whether it was you know at the time PTs copying me or people copying my marketing or you know thinking that I can't charge this because I'm not good enough, it, it it's stupid, it's just built up in your head, um. You know, it's it's just it's it's an irrelevant it's an irrelevant fear. Uh, but anyway, it got to the point where you know, results wise, systems wise, standards wise, just everything. The service we were, you know, for the comfort zone. We were ahead of everyone, and going from like I said, an eighty quid tablet to my mum's kitchen to internal bleeding and and panicking about making the business work. We were in a position where we can't even fathom how much it's grown. And even then, we took another step and took another huge risk. Again, it's another business risk of, of you know, stopping one-to-one PT. Uh, the fear of, of growing the business, um, you know, the, the fear of, am I throwing away something good, throwing away something that I've perfected over the years? Um, but do you know what? A lot of people don't know this, but my first month, I earned 147 quid. And, and now it's like five figures a month. And back then, I think... I just, I just thought it wasn't going to work. And when I look back now, what sort of did it for me was the risk of me not being able to help more people to the standard that we do was more detri- detrimental than the risk of, of me setting up a new business. Because we had, a, we had an eight-month waiting list that was unheard of. We were charging more than anyone else. We were getting results better than anyone else. And obviously, there's waiting list. Most people weren't going to wait eight months, but we still had a huge waiting list, and we just couldn't service these clients. So we're doing them a disservice you know, and at, at the time as well, we were worried about saturated market. You know, coaches popping up everywhere. Everyone and their dog can get a PT qualification now. I hear so many people say, yeah, I'm a PT. Bullshit. You, you work in a fucking gym, cleaning treadmills. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, by the way. But, you know, you, you're not, you don't transform people's lives. You do not help people in that sense. My worry was that the, the, the market was saturated. Um, but I heard, well, I read up somewhere actually that to, to put things into perspective, um gonna go off on a bit of a tangent here but there are 450,000 people uh, in the Screen Actors Guild in America so technically you know qualified to be an actor 
Now, in America, there are 4,500 actors earning better than a minimum wage. So 99% of them can't afford to live just from their acting wage alone. And the 1%, less than less than 1,000 people, they they earn more than 150 grand a year. So there's a massive oversupply. You know, it, the market's massively oversaturated. So why do producers pay horrendous sums for certain actors? It's because they're separate from the market. They've oversubscribed. Their income is not linked to their market. It's not it, It's not linked to our market. It's linked to their market. You know, they know their position. And, and that's the position we're in now. So like I said, 80 pound tablet on my mum's kitchen with internal bleeding, thinking it wasn't gonna work, you know, no clients, spending more than I was than I was making to, to where we are now. Again, it's an irrelevant fear. And sometimes that fear can drive people and you should use it to drive people, but don't let, you know, don't let the fear take over. If I let the fear take over back then, I'd probably be doing time right now or I'd be stacking shelves, one of the two. Um, and it, it might sound stupid, but that that's the truth of it. It's okay to be, it's okay to be a little bit nervous. You know, a lot of people don't realize that most things in life come from some form of risk. And by definition, risk is doing something without certainty, you know, sort of riding in the dark. To me, it makes it a bit more thrilling. It makes it more rewarding, definitely, because I know a lot of people won't even go into, venture into that. They won't take that risk. So, you know, that's their comfort zone. But I love that feeling. So, you know, if, if we're talking about fitness, you know, we said we're bringing this up this week because we have had a lot of people that, that are saying they're scared to start they want the result but you know what's their why are they willing to work for it so so what you know what is the fear is it, is it a risk end of the day you've got nothing to lose because whatever you're doing for you now is obviously not working for you is it the work you gotta bear in mind we're normal people with normal lives normal commitments if it was something horrendously unreal and we wouldn't be doing it it's it becomes a lifestyle change it's not a chore it's not i've got to wake up today or i've got to do my cardio today i've got to cook today it's just autopilot, the same, literally the same effort as it is for me to wake up and brush my teeth in the morning. It's that same effort for my training, for my nutrition, for my meal prep. It, it's not It's not a chore at all. You know, it's just about diverting that tension and that, that attention and time and energy into the right route to the point where it can become a lifestyle change. Um, you know, some people are scared of, of, of PTs or coaches or being someone, you know, having someone to be accountable to providing they're experienced and they've got your best interest at heart and it's not just financially, then don't be because they will have your best interest at heart. You know, I, I know I can be blunt. I know I can be black and white. I know I do not give a shit what anyone, what everyone thinks. But end of the day, no one, no one will rival me with how much I care and what I give up in my life for my clients. Most people don't even know the half of it. Um, but you know again blunt or not you're paying for that result you're paying for that that feeling that confidence that strength that increase in fitness health whatever it is so you know within reason they've got your best interest at heart so you know don't be nervous of your your coach and you know a lot of people are scared of the cost as well how much do you spend on spot starbucks how much do you spend on takeaways on the late night binges trips to the shop you know wasting money on useless stuff that in the moment might make you feel good for five minutes but then in the long run makes you feel like shit you know, that costs a lot more. Also, I just want to say for the record, I know, you know, we talk about money sometimes, but, and I will continue to do so as well, but that's not, we're not money driven at all, 100% not. For me, uh, like the income is just like a measurement of our of our growth, of our business. It's like an accolade of, of our position in the industry, uh, you know, a, a progression of our career. Um, so that's why I use it as a unit of, 
like a, a metric of, of measurement if you like so um yeah don't make no mistake we are not in this for the money it's for the growth um so i do just want to throw that out there in case anyone gets the wrong ideas or the wrong idea so yeah going back to where we were you know it's, it's an investment it doesn't have to be time but you know whether it's time effort money you're investing in yourself um you know even the risk think about every new job you've ever had every new person in your life every new relationship technically it's an upfront risk you learn more from probably from the bad ones than the good ones if we're being honest because you risk you know mistakes might happen we learn from them we adapt we do not or most of us don't make them again and we become better for it we become better because of it how many people do you know that might have had a bad relationship or been cheated on or been treated bad and you know once the wound is healed they're in a position where they do not settle for less i've been that person i've been cheated on plenty of times you know i've been I've been screwed over by by partners in the past as well, and it makes me a better person. At the end of the day, obviously in the moment it doesn't feel like that. You feel like your world's crumbling, but you know now we, you know we're in that position where you just don't settle for anything less than you deserve. You know what you want in your life, but that feeling to get there it all starts with with that initial fear. You know you've got to you've got to push. Uh, Jim Rohn once said, for those that know who he is. Um, you know, one of the main goals in life is to pursue the full development of your potential to see what you can become with all that you've been given and that potential underutilized leads to pain. I've heard of so many stories where people don't pursue something just for the, the built up fear over nothing. Um, some of you might know the story. There's a guy called Jeff, he used to work on Wall Street and stupid money, huge bonuses, was just climbing up the corporate ladder. Um, and he told his boss one day that he wanted to, you know, he wanted to give it up, he wanted to go into different you know different career choice he actually wanted to set up an online bookstore and his boss said you know it's ri even his friend said it's risky his family said it's risky his boss just tried to talk him out of it everyone tried to talk him out of it they tried to build that fear up you know it was back then it was un unheard of to, to do that and it was a huge risk coming from such a comfortable job with such a good wage you know when, and when it came down to it he said the fear of regret was the fear of regret of, of not trying was far greater than the fear of, of possibly failing and for those that don't know that Jeff is actually uh, Mr. Amazon <laughs> one of the most successful people on the planet and one of the richest people on the planet tax aside um, but yeah again if, if he listened to the naysayers if he if he let fear take over and that nervousness where would we be today you know I wouldn't have a, a shit ton of empty Amazon boxes behind me that need flat packing so end of the day, you know, you've got to do what you want. It, it's your goals. It's, it's your life. You've got to pursue it with intent and don't let anyone hold you back. You know, I know we talked about it from a business point of view. We've talked about it from a fitness point of view. I get so many people that are scared of what other people say about their, their, their fitness, their journey, their progression. And I've even had, I know she won't mind me saying this. I won't go into detail with names, but I've even had cli <coughs> clients say to me, oh, I might make another Instagram for my fitness journey because... You know, I'm a bit worried about what people will say, and I have told them blunt fuck what the what what other people say. If we are doing something based on personal progression, it's it's self development. If anyone anyone on this planet doesn't appreciate that or isn't on board with you doing that, cut them out. They are nobody. They are nothing. So you know, fuck what people think. End of the day, um, and when it comes down to it, I know it sounds cheesy saying this, but nobody. Nobody criticizes losers. Nobody gets jealous of losers. If if you don't have any haters, you're probably not working hard enough. And that's that's something I always say to people. Um, 
so hopefully this has made a made a few people think you know if if people are on the fence and like i said whether it's like a fitness point of view whether it's a new venture whether it's starting a new business you know obviously do your homework first but just go for it <laughs> you know unless you unless you like your comfort zone because that is where you are going to stay if you want more you need to do more um okay so next topic um for those that don't know i actually have a procedure on saturday that should put me out doctors have said for four weeks of no training so i thought that gives us a good opportunity to talk through damage control working around injuries or you know procedures time off events socials you know how to damage control and how to get rid of that that fuck it all or nothing attitude so um the next one is going to be providing i'm not hooked hopped up on pain meds is going to be me talking about damage control so um, tune into that because I know a lot of people struggle with that. Um, so yeah, make sure you lock in. As always, appreciate everyone's feedback. All the messages, the response has just been unreal. If anyone's got any questions, feel free to fire it over. Give us a follow on Dedicated HQ on the socials if you're not already doing so. And make sure you get sharing uh, for anyone that you think this can benefit. So until next time, I'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>